0: Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whipfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports.
1: Hey folks, welcome back for another edition of Bold Sports. Matt, we're recording a little later normal. A couple days later, actually, our work schedules kind of suck. We're, yeah, so. this is it's
0: getting to be that time of year for you, buddy. It
1: is close, yeah. yeah event
0: and conference season.
1: Yeah, events, conference. Not as bad as the winter time. Christmas season is my really rough time. But yeah, um, where I work, we do a lot of corporate team building events and yeah. everything. So I get to work those, which is one I worked last night, and I was supposed to be home at ten o'clock and. Uh it was supposed to be done at ten, figured it'd be home by ten thirty, core eleven. And um, we had we woke up yesterday well I know I woke up first thing yesterday afternoon and realized there was a foot of snow on the deck. Mm. And I guess with the snowstorm that came through was <clears throat> depending on what surface area you had, is how much snow was there. So like on the decking was about a foot, there was about eight inches on the car, and there was five to six inches of heavy wet snow with a bunch of slush underneath mm. on the sidewalk and the roads. Yeah, I had 10 inches in my yard. Yeah, I, um, I had at one point, I think I walked out into the yard and it was up, up yeah, about 10 inches or mm-hmm. so. Now, this morning I left and went out the house and there might be two inches and some of my grass is showing through because of the way the sun hit it today. That was just, you know, spring snowstorm. They come
0: in fierce and they oh, leave man. quickly. It was sad because when like the first couple inches were piling up, like you could, see, you could still see like the tips of the grass that started to grow already. Oh, yeah. Because it's spring, people. Um, but, yeah, that wasn't fun. But I got to tell you, like, Tuesday night, like, snow had already started. Well, let's start I cleaned off my car at, like, 1230. It started snowing Tuesday. while I was, like, at, like,
1: 11 a.m. when I was at work because I worked day shift on Tuesday. We were supposed to record Tuesday night. What we normally do, but you got jammed up with I got something. jammed up. You got jammed up with work Tuesday night, I got jammed up with work Wednesday, here we are Thursday, it's 1.30 in the morning, but we're getting it done, so hopefully this gets out to you around Saturday is what we're
0: looking for. Nah. Um, I find it ironic that you couldn't, uh, you know, get out of work on time yesterday because you were working a team building. <laughs> It was no, it wasn't because <laughs> your, was, co- your company needs to do a team building. Yeah, yeah. Exercise. I, I, I wasn't working. No my, snow days. People.
1: My my team building thing was over, but mm. it's just other people I work with couldn't get to work. So I.e. teammates. I.e. teammates, and they asked me. Nicely, We're not in the building. Yeah, they asked me nicely. Said, "Hey, this is going on. Would mm-hmm. you mind staying and closing? I know you're supposed to be done at ten, but would you mind sticking around till like twelve thirty? I'm like, "Ah, eh, sure." They're nice to me. They ask nicely. It works. Well, that's good. So how was your sports week, man? I mean, it was a big, big weekend since we recorded last. We had the 64 tournament tipped off. Um, that was the – and then we also had uh, – so that was the biggest thing going on. NFL free agency still out there going nuts. Uh, and then we had the, the Bay Hill Arnold Palmer Invitational, which I know I was glued to Arnold Palmer Invitational and basketball. And fortunately – Where I work, I have 100 TVs, so I get to watch everything I want, Uh, plus some pens games at night, you know, when I work nighttime. That was always good. Uh, Friday, last Friday, I didn't get to watch a lot of basketball because I was busy as shit. Mm -hmm. You were working busy.
0: (laughs) I was working Uh, busy. Friday's my day off, but I was just running around doing shit, and then... I went out Friday night doing the lift because St. Patrick's Day's parade weekend is a, a big weekend, and that's a big. And there was also there's big money in that, and there was there was money in the, um, the hotels with oh, the yeah. March Madness being in oh, town. Yeah. So I didn't really get to see a lot of basketball on uh, on Friday, and I'm pu- I'm pissed because I missed the uh, the thing we never thought would happen, the 16-beatle one. Yeah, I um, did
1: totally. Was that Friday? That, was, that Friday. was Friday. Yeah.
0: Do you know why I missed that?
1: Because I was getting my ass handed to me at work Mm -hmm. because I, of course, was the only bartender on and where I work during the day, we're not very busy. So they Mm -hmm. only have the bartender on and we also have tables and so Mm -hmm. forth as well. Uh, And we got smacked in the dick because it was like, hey, let's go hold our team building and go watch basketball Mm -hmm. and shoot pool and and stuff like that and drink beers, which, hey, a benefit of my pocket. Thank you guys very much. Yeah. I wish there was daytime basketball. Tomorrow, when I go to work in the morning, and I work the yeah, and tomorrow I, I work that kind of weird swing shift. I work mm-hmm. like uh, ten thirty to eight or nine. No, oh. so I'll, I'll be out before the madness happens, but hopefully mm-hmm. I can get something going on. Yeah, well, you know, we watching just... a lot of baseball though. I work the day shift. I work the day shifts. I've been watching a lot of spring training. There's two games on the MLB Network every day.
0: Yeah, I'm just not ready yet, man. Like I'm, I try to. I'm trying to get into the spirit. Um, that Jackie Robinson show was on PBS the other night. I so watched, I watched that. a little bit of that. I watched that. that um, awesome. There's there's always Ken Burns baseball on Amazon Prime. Um, you know, spring training games just don't do it for me. It's like I don't know. It's like it's like you get a little bit of that element of golf, like where it's it's nice to watch golf and. Just to see, like, sunshine on your TV because there's none Which, here. actually,
1: we have on right now while we're recording. I have on the, the uh, WGC uh, match play. This is obviously um, the re-airing of today's rounds. Yeah. And I'll talk about this a little later on. Um this is fake tiger. Uh, I, yeah, right? <laughs> I can't remember his black, name.
0: Black pants, red top, not tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also not Sunday, so I guess I'll allow it.
1: Yeah, right. There's one other guy that wears the black and red on Sunday to pay homage to Tiger. Yeah. That's weird, man. That's yeah. how you know Tiger's old. Uh, Vegas. He's from uh, what country flag
0: was that? Is that El Salvador? It might have been, yeah. It just it just flashed.
1: I'm not gonna pretend
0: I know what the El Salvador flag even looks like, but
1: You're a soccer guy, you might.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean I could tell I could tell you what like a fourth division English team's crest looks like, honestly, before I could tell you (laughs) what the El Salvador flag,
1: country flag looks like. I mean,
0: unfortunately, like we've got this attitude in the US that for World Cup qualifying, the only countries that really matter are the US and Mexico. And nobody ever bothered to learn like what the flags of the other countries look like and the people on the team didn't bother to like show up and play Trinidad. So I'll learn my flags. When y'all learn to compete, like you know, you're, you're like you're trying to get out of Europe. There you go. Because Central America is no slouch; they're very passionate fans. So,
1: so we're actually sitting here. Uh,
0: so this here, here's the question: How's your bracket, Steve? I think that <laughs> if you and I just made a field of sixty-four made-up colleges, <laughs> we'd be about the same as where we are right now.
1: I mean, you are definitely leading this between you, me, and Amanda. Um, In the land of the blind, and Stephen, it, the one-eyed man is king. I mean, uh, on occasion, a blind squirrel does get a nut, right? Mm. Um, I look at my. Is bracket, that the yeah.
0: this? But I didn't realize there was a nut wager.
1: <laughs> we didn't. Wager. I like cashews, y'all. We didn't. We didn't wager anything. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, if you
0: want some cashews,
1: I can get you some cashews. Get my cashews. Um, I, I'm looking at mine, and on um, my south and west is completely just scribbled out. Yeah. Like I'm just. Screwed, and I, I'm, I'm out of the running because my national champion that I had picked lost in the second round.
0: Yeah, I've got Nova still on this bracket, so I'm alive, um, I mean, my ostensibly. My
1: east and midwest is less scratched out than my south and west, but my national champion still isn't there. I mean, I still have a shot with Duke going to the championship game, um... You mean you didn't have Kansas State and Loyola in the Elite Eight? No. I, I don't know why. <laughs> um, also, Florida State, too.
0: Florida yeah. State's
1: in the Elite Eight uh, after tonight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Michigan is in the Elite Eight. I mean, they're number three, so that's not too bad.
0: No, but I, I had... There's uh, a
1: lot of... this. Okay, so this is the first time we've seen a 16 beat a one. We've mm-hmm. seen the 15 beat two. Yeah. A couple times.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Famously happened
0: at the Civic Arena in '97. Yeah, that always it did. gets brought up. That was uh, Coppin State. Was that it, over Duke? That was, that was over South Carolina. Who South was Carolina. DC here. Funny story about that. My uncle had tickets. Wanted to take us, me and my brother. My mom said, "Nope, can't miss school. You know, high school is too important. Um, you know, you want to you, you want to get elected to Congress someday. You need to learn everything you can at Central Catholic." So I didn't get to go, but my girlfriend, who attended the University of South Carolina and is a bit older and was on at that point a freshman and home on Easter break, was present for that game. So, you know, we both have bad feelings about what happened because I, I not because you because you did I just to wanted to see something historical, and you, I didn't you, get to. You didn't get to go.
1: Uh, and just, and see a, uh, uh, college basketball tournament games, your senior in high school mm. and your now current girlfriend who you didn't know then, didn't know her, um, was a freshman at mm. the university of South Carolina, was home on Easter break and is like, Oh shit, South Carolina is in Pittsburgh. Guess where I'm going. Yeah. And mm. she went and had her hopes and
0: dreams crushed. hmm. Yeah. Ooh. But you know, they still have their, uh, Gamecock football. They quit selling the hats that just said cocks, though. Sh- I mean, uh,
1: I mean you can they'll still, be back. You can still get You can still stuff. do stuff. You know? You, you have to look harder for it now. I mean... I remember that was a big thing in high school. Oh, it was everybody, a huge thing. We were walking around with shirts and stuff that just huh. said cocks on it. You know, I mean... I mean, if you can get away with
0: it, you know. Yeah. Dress codes were a little more lax when we were in high school. The, the, the whole, like, the white hat, like, frat boy sort of, like... Everyone had one of those. Like not everyone wore the cocks, but like there was the Fordham hat that just said F U Yeah. That there was, was popular. Those. Um or you'd would just get one from like a school that you liked for a sport that you didn't even necessarily play. Like I, I had a Saint Joseph's rugby hat that I that I bought when I was in Philly. And I freaking love that hat. Until I lost it at a rave. But I'm sure that's not all you lost. There, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, man. You're right. That hat was holding down some brain cells that also managed to find their way onto the floor of the Irish Center.
1: Yes, totally. So looking at the bracket, like there's so much going on. Like you said, uh, Lola Chicago.
0: Um, uh, yo, big ups to Sister Jean, by the way. Sister Jean. I love love that, like, so so far the star of this tournament is, like, a 90-something nun. That's awesome. And not, like, a crying band member. Because, like, there have been so many upsets already this year that, like, which band are you going to choose to focus on? You can't. You can't even figure it out. So, like, um, but the thing about these upsets, like, you you pick a Loyola in the first round because you want to be, like, cool and be right about something. And then they go and ruin it by, like, winning two more games. You know, it's like, I wasn't actually really right about anything. I just, I I had one lucky pick, but I didn't recognize, you know, that they had a, a shot to make the Sweet 16. And I'm mad because, like, I watched more basketball this year than I think any year since probably, like, Pitt was really good with Ben Howland. Um... And the, the one constant is that, Whoa, like, then, top teams lose. And then Pitt was really good with Jamie Dixon when they went to the Elite Eight. Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, I didn't lost. watch as much basketball. Like, when those first couple years under Howlin, like, I followed basketball, like, religiously. And I only watched Pitt, so I had, like, an over-inflated opinion of Pitt. Like, this right. year I just watched whatever was on, Yeah. Oh. and it was always, all like, some, games. some high team losing. You know, like, West Virginia, like, losing. <laughs> Oklahoma losing. Like, I've seen Villanova lose. I've, I've seen... Xavier lose. Like, every high seed I've seen lose a game this year, and yet I still picked so many favorites in so, this bracket.
1: So Saturday night, last Saturday night, I uh, was working and uh, went on. I'm at the bar, and I have this couple come in, and they're totally decked out in Duke gear. I'm like, yeah, I obviously came in for feed the – Feed up from the feet up. They're, they're, I was like, you guys obviously came in for the Duke games. They're like, yeah, we went on, uh, we went on, uh, on Thursday – we went tonight. I was like, "Did you even see any of the other games?" Like, no, we just went to the Duke game. We didn't care about anything else. I'm like, all
0: right, that's cool. I guess, that, I guess, like, that's that Duke money paying off.
1: Well, you know? and I'm sitting there. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> I was like, uh, so you guys from North Carolina? Like, no, we're actually out of Philly. No. I'm like, cool. He's like, yeah, we came out here twice uh, this year because Duke played Pitt earlier, mm-hmm. so we came out for the Pitt Duke game earlier in the season. I'm like, that's cool. And then the guy was getting on the phone and whatnot. And he was talking. I says, "I says, so did you guys go to Duke or you or how did you become a big Duke fan?" She's like, "Oh, his son plays for Duke." What? I was like, "Oh, what position?" She's like, "Starting point guard." What? I'm like, "Well, that's just really awesome." Sweet. So, and then he gets off the phone. It's like, "Ah, oh, that's awesome. Your son's point guard." He goes, "Yes." Is he is he gonna stay all four years? Or he goes, "We'll see what opportunities arise." Nobody's staying. He's like, "We'll see what opportunities arise." He's like, my daughter also plays for Notre Dame. He's like, I'm like, well, that's awesome. He's like, yeah. He goes, it was cheaper to come to Pittsburgh for to watch my son play. He goes, so whenever Notre Dame gets back and goes on to the further rounds, hopefully they get to a cheaper area because Notre hey, Dame man, started off. Where was off, Notre Dame? I think they were off on the West Coast. Oh, okay. I think they were out like, Portland yeah. or something.
0: Oh, okay. Which, man, don't fuck with the cost of living, man. Like, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: don't, He's say, like, don't let Amazon hear that, like... <laughs> Pittsburgh was cheap enough for like Duke graduates because I don't know, not, not Duke graduates, but Duke parents. That's that's cool, man. Like, actually, no.
1: Notre Dame was actually at Notre Dame. I guess they're going to the Notre Dame game mm. later. But, um, but yeah, because I, yeah, they, they uh, I was like, well, that's pretty awesome. You got two kids, D one basketball, you know, and are really good teams. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I had um, my my only hope was. I went to the parade on Saturday and I saw some of the pictures. I ended up afterwards at, your the, shenanigans. at the Wyndham. I didn't have shenanigans this year, you know? Like I'm too old for myself. shenanigans. I am a little too old for shenanigans, man. Like I walked like the entire length of the parade from like nineteenth street in the strip district all the way to the point and back. Um but like somewhere along the way we ended up stopping at the Wyndham, which was like where there were a lot of like firefighters were hanging out and the bagpipers were there but it was also the team hotel for alabama so i wanted to like hang out and watch the game
1: so i don't mean to interrupt you but i saw this earlier because i watched this this afternoon watch this shot mickelson pulls off so he hits his three wood 278 yards well like i can't even hit my driver (laughs) 278 way to go lefty (laughs) I mean, he landed on the green and it rolled off the back, but still,
0: he had a sprinkler. Yeah,
1: so you were down at the window and the firefighters hanging out. And yeah, I was, not,
0: I was just, I was just like, you know, if we if we like drag this out and like stick around, maybe I get to meet Avery Johnson later. Uh, yeah, there's that. But then they lost. Alabama lost to uh, to Villanova. So, yeah, they did. Which I had on my bracket. I, no, I had Nova beating uh, Virginia Tech. But anyway, Nova won. I actually I had Nova
1: Nova beating Alabama, and they did so. So uh I don't know why there's not a bracket for the women's tournament, but the women's tournament has been kind of exciting. There too. is a bracket. It's, <laughs> it's just not about... as publicized. No, but like Barack Obama
0: did one. He always does one. I um, mean, um, he's Barack Obama. He, he does the men's and the women's much do whatever. But like now that he's not president anymore, like he's still doing it and he posted it on his Twitter. And then his his predecessor, George W. Bush also filled out a bracket and he picked Texas A&M. Did Trump vote a Who's bracket still this year? Trump I don't think so. I don't know
1: if he did I a bracket. Like, I know that, like, ESPN we used to have the presidents on to fill out their bracket
0: and stuff. I feel like um, if Trump did a bracket that I'd know, that I'd have heard about it by now.
1: And also, we Because I hear about everything else he does. And we also probably would have, like, completely, like, picked
0: opposite of him. He would have picked Penn to go all the way, wouldn't he? Uh, potentially. I don't know, I don't know if you ever heard this, but apparently he went to the Wharton School of Business. The there's University a lot of, yeah. of Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not a lot of people know it. He doesn't talk about it much. No, I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of people that went to Wharton School of Business. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good, a lot of people who are good at business, good at deals. Yeah. yeah. My you, friend Carl went to Wharton,
1: and then you and then you have some jagoffs that like dropped out of high school and end up becoming multi gazillionaires because they huh?
0: they did a, did a computer. Yeah, you know, business, <laughs> business is business, man. Like you're either. You know, you can either sell shit or not. So, you have uh, the women's tournament right now. You
1: got UConn is playing Duke. Uh, This is their Sweet 16 right now. So, uh, UConn and Duke. I'll take UConn. Buffalo and South Carolina.
0: South Carolina. Notre Dame and A&M. Irish. Central Michigan and Oregon. Um, I'm going to go Central Michigan for Antonio Brown.
1: There you go. There you go. Mississippi State, NC State. I'm going NC State on that one. Okay. I don't even know what they were ranked earlier but they've had uh, a good they got a good pedigree. Mississippi, well Mississippi's number 1 and NC State's number 4. So uh, and then you got UCLA, Texas A&M, or sorry, Texas.
0: Hmm.
1: UCLA why? Uh Louisville, which is a one seed overstand and they're playing Stanford. I'll take Louisville. These are all good programs you're
0: mentioning. Yeah, and
1: then Oregon State and Baylor. Baylor. So, if you look at the women's bracket it's literally all ones twos and threes mm. and fours that are that are in there's these. just
0: not as much parity in in the women's game as there is in the men's I guess um,
1: but now I've watched some of the women's tournament like literally the Notre Dame game I watched obviously Yukon Yukon's uh, really really tough Notre Dame is a really really good program uh, in women's basketball Yukon um, of course set the bar for women's basketball, college women's basketball.
0: And they raise it every time they step and on they, the
1: Yeah, and they raise it every time. Like, so I was talking to a guy I work with. He's a younger college kid. He goes, yeah, he goes, uh, my girlfriend plays for St. Francis, um, mm-hmm. PA. Mm-hmm. He, they says they actually made the tournament this year. He's like, but they're playing UConn in round one. I'm yeah. like, well, well that kind of sucks for them. Uh, also, uh, I saw yesterday... Um, how about IUP was on CBS Sportsnet?
0: Yeah, they were in, like, the semifinals. Yeah, they, they were, were in the
1: Sweet 16 of their Division two, Um Division II 64 tournament.
0: I might I might have missed that, if not for the fact that my buddy, the mayor of Dormont, is an IUP alum, and he posted something about that. Wait, the
1: actual mayor of Dormont? The actual mayor. Of Dormont. Okay, because I knew there was a couple of people that that'd say, oh, I'm the mayor of Dormont. Yeah, well. Like, just because you... St- Occupy that bar
0: stool from 8 a.m. until they throw you out. See, that's like the there's Senate no. of Dormont. That's not, no, no, you're not a mayor. Like, you get your seat, a seat is occupied by a senator. Okay. If you sit in a booth, you're, that's like Congress. People don't care as much about your opinion. Like, why are you in a booth? Okay, but there's only one mayor, and, you know. <laughs> Who is I, he the mayor was, of Dormont right Jason now? Jason Walsh, you know Jason, right? Yeah, actually, I yeah. do know. Yeah, he's a mayor. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: funny. So, you getting he, old. That's how I, you know you're getting old. It's when he,
0: people like your age start becoming the mayor of shit.
1: Dude, I got a dude I went to high school with that's younger than me that ran for mayor of the town of Belby where mm-hmm. I grew up. And then a girl I went to high school with that's younger than me, she actually was the mayor because she was running and she was running unopposed in her area. And then, so the mayor that was there stepped down, so she was the one that ran. They, they made her mayor for like hmm. the last four months of the term, and then she lost in an election because somebody else came out the woodwork and said, I'm going to run. Um, but yeah,
0: so she actually was the mayor for like six months. Hey, that's good. Yeah. Six, six months more than I've been mayor anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been a mayor ever. I mean, I'm the mayor of Funtown, but, you know, says a lot of people. Kind of like Dormont. Dormont should just change his name to Funtown. I'm going to hit up Jason when I get home. Ask him what he thinks. Does
1: Jason listen to this?
0: I don't know. You should tell him. He's pretty busy doing mayor stuff. He's pretty busy. Well, I mean, Dormont is only one mile square. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Yeah, but you know what, man? Like, it's tough, dude. Like, seriously, if Dormont... Like, if Dormont entered the city, like, became a part of Pittsburgh, like, tomorrow... Like, it would be the toughest place, like, for, like, nominees. Like, you know, like, screw the 14th Ward. You know, screw Brookline, man. Like, Dormont is dirty tricks and hard knocks, man. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. I've been involved in Dormont politics. And you, you can't even put in a parking meter in that town without someone, like, calling you a hooker. I swear, man. That's how it is.
1: So, we have...
0: The Riverhounds season tickets. Oh God, dude! They lost on Saturday to, uh, to Villanova. Did they? It they was did. Their last preseason. It was their game? only preseason loss, and it was to a college team. Well, I mean, they are playing Villanova. And Villanova. I mean, I don't know how good Villanova is at soccer, but they they beat Akron for God's sake! Like Akron won a national title not so long ago. Um, but you know, it's a preseason game. They they, they they probably need to get reamed out. You know, after winning every game in the preseason, you don't want want to go undefeated in preseason and come into the first week thinking that, you know, you don't have any room to grow or that you don't need to improve on anything. So, it's fine that they lost to Villanova, I guess. Well, their season starts this Saturday in Nashville. At Nashville. At Nissan Stadium. Um... I don't think Apparently. it's at Nissan. They had to move that to the Tennessee Titans Stadium. Mm, I don't know. It says Nissan Stadium. Well, that's what it'll say on the yeah. schedule, but like they—they are moving it. It might be at this Titans Stadium. Yeah, All because right. well, they had so much interest for their first preseason game that they like, you know, they—they'd they'd have to turn people away. So they, you know, I think well, like, Nashville is back, 0, and yeah, yeah, some, zero and one. Yeah, they. Some some teams did start
1: last week. The Riverhounds are starting off fresh, zero zero and zero. They are playing now. Um, season game tickets are on sale now. You can purchase those. Uh, if you go to their Facebook page, there is a nice little link on there to hook you up to that. Also, they hit me up and it's like, hey, season tickets, $99. They said it works out to be like $5.87 a game. That's pretty good deal. So I didn't know they had that many home games. Mm. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I know that's what, like what, about one a week round numbers? Well, I mean, they, yeah, they play one game a week, you know. Half of them are at home, half are on the road. Right, I mean... I mean, they they might play, like, an occasional, like, Wednesday night or, you know, something midweek, but, you know, not so much. It's, mos- it's mostly a Saturday league, the USL, um... I mean, shoot, for $99, man, I wish I could, but just with work.
1: Yeah, with your work schedule
0: and my work schedule,
1: that that, that, that ain't happening. I mean, you're talking like,
0: that's like what my parents used to pay for Penguins tickets, like, in nineteen seventy. You don't even want to
1: talk to me about the price of Penguin tickets. No, I know how
0: much Penguin tickets
1: cost. You don't even want to talk to me about Penguin tickets right now. Oh my, this is my second year without having seasons. Mm -hmm. Just because the gentleman I split him with, he had to... He had to get out of it and, um, so forth. And, um, I couldn't find, it's hard to come up with the $4,800 and I'm in the upper level mm-hmm. for the whole season. And that doesn't include playoffs. So I would try to find like, you know, uh, you know, two other people to go in on it with me and it just, yeah, I'm still mad. I'm a little upset. And then also yesterday, our buddy Shiloh mm. shoots me a text and said, Hey, um, what are you doing tonight? Got an extra ticket for the game. I'm like, son of a bitch. I actually have to go to work. I was like, I already called to see with the weather if this private party was going to cancel or whatnot. And of course they didn't. They said, no, we don't know that right now. said, so I don't want to come out to work if they're going to cancel. Because that's all I scheduled to do was that party. Mm. They says, yeah, as of right now, they're on, they're on, they're on. I was like, And after Shiloh texts me, I'm literally walking out the door putting my coat on when he texts me. I was like, well, there's... I tell, looked at man. and I said, there's a telltale sign that my party's going to cancel tonight and not tell anybody or just not show up. She goes, well, I said, Shiloh just asked me if I go to the Pens game. Well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would have been a good one to go to. Would have been a
1: good one to go to. And we're going to talk about them later. Mm. Um, I mean, that was... Uh, there was a sick goal made there. Yeah, that shit was um, crazy. But so we got Riverhounds coming up. I mean, I'm sure we'll probably make it the one game. Mm. I mean... We can we can go down. I mean, with ticket prices, you know, single game tickets being like ten dollars, you know, I, mean, I I I've blown ten bucks on worse stuff. Yeah, me too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I've blown ten bucks on way way worse things. The worst and things cost more than ten dollars, but yes. I've like, been to one other soccer game in my life, and it was when I was living in DC. Oh yeah. I went to DC United when they played the LA Galaxy. Whenever um, Num Nuts from Beckham, Beckham was signed with the LA Galaxy, yeah. and he played
0: the last five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was on TV. You so you were at RFK for that? Yeah, nice. It was it RFK? Yeah, RFK is closed now, man. Well, DC you... United got a new
1: stadium now. Well, well, did you see what they did to RFK? No. Okay, so whenever they had RFK, it was a completely round stadium, and it reminded you of, of mm. Riverfront and Three Rivers and the Vet yeah. and everything, but it was small. It only held like 40,000 people. Um, so whenever they lost, the, the Redskins went out to Landover and play in and Dan Schneider's huge-ass 90,000-seat big Round a uh, stadium that still reminds you of Three Rivers and Riverfront and Veterans, just bigger. Um, so they had RFK out there. DC United was playing there. And then uh, whenever the Nats came down from the Expos became the Nationals, mm-hmm. they played at RFK because that's when the Senators actually played in RFK back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, so they go ahead and, and the DC United started playing there. Cool, no problem. Well, after the Nats got their own stadium – they said, "Well, we this doesn't really feel like a soccer stadium to us." So, you remember what they did with Riverfront whenever they were building the new was it now Synergy Field in Cincinnati, where they like kind of like blew the the outside out uh, because they were building the stadium, which was coming up over top of where they were building. and They blew the outside out. Okay. So, what they do with, with RFK is the one year I went I went to that game and it was and, and it was completely enclosed. And we went to Shamrock Fest. And then the next year, it was different. So they blew out the ends of it. So now that, Mm. like, instead of it being completely round, they had stands here and stands here, and the ends were open. They, like, blew out the ends of it, like, Mm. to make it more soccer-friendly. Okay, whatever. I thought it
0: just looked weird. Yeah, I don't know about all that. (laughs) And now Um, it's all gone. (laughs) The the thing about the MLS with the, the soccer stadiums, like, as opposed to playing in football stadiums, like, they do make exceptions to that, if you can fill it, and also if you're on grass. That's the big thing. Seattle, the Sounders, they play at... They play at the, the, whatever the, the same stadium the Seahawks Same stadium the Seahawks. Yeah. And, you know, like, they don't even have to tarp off the upper deck sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. You know, but they, they play on grass also, so that's the thing, like... You know, other teams, like when other cities get expansion teams, and it's like, well, you've got to build a stadium. You know, like Chicago Fire used to play at Soldier Field until they got their own stadium out in the suburbs. You know, Columbus Crew used to play at the Horseshoe until they got their own stadium at the fairgrounds. Um, You know, Philly, like, Philly never played a game anywhere other than their stadium, but they were an expansion team, so they had time to, like, get it together. Um... You know, DC like DC United was the best team in the MLS for a while, and it seemed to me like they got pretty good crowds at RFK. They did. It was just they a crappy old stadium. If that's like the perfect soccer stadium if you think about it. Because if there's a riot, who gives a shit? It's RFK. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's probably right. going to fall down anyway. You might you might save on demolition costs if you let the you know. The I'm not. I, help. I, I,
1: I don't remember when RFK was built. Um, But part of me wants to think that that also might have... That was also one of the um, uh, thought-after spots that Jimmy Hoffa laid the rest, I believe. Is that right? Uh, Because it was like... The Meadowlands was Mm -hmm. one of them. I think RFK was in there. Um, And I know you've flown around a lot and and flying out of country. You have to go out of a major airport for the most part, not out of Pittsburgh. And if you look at... um, uh, Dulles, Newark, and JFK—those three airports are identical in the main terminal. <laughs> like they're <laughs> built the same, uh, so I think there was that part that he might have been holding up one of those airports too. Um, or if you go by the by the way, well, Dulles, you said uh, Newark. Yeah. Okay, I've, I've been out of Newark and JFK. But I don't think you've ever entered into Newark. You you've laid over there, right? You never actually entered like from. The I entered outside. Newark from the
0: train station.
1: Yeah. So you didn't actually drive up and see the outside of it. But all three of those airports Mm. look identical. Interesting. Yeah. Um, It is. Mm. uh, And then if you go based off of how the movie ended, where somebody just walked up, whacked them, and they rolled the car into a trailer and went away, I mean, there's that too. Love that movie. Love anything with Danny DeVito in like a semi-serious role. Danny DeVito's amazing. (laughs) Danny DeVito in Twins with Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but that's funny. a comedy. Like, in, in, in Hoffa, he's like, Oh the union guy. I'm a real serious guy to be taken seriously. And I'm like, eh, hey, you're kind of Frank Reynolds, so though, too.
1: Well, I mean, you know who Dan DeVito is married to? Rhea Perlman. Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Who towers over him. And she's five foot four. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I always loved her because she's a sassy bartender. Yeah. yeah. She was a cocktail waitress. She was a waitress. bartender. Well, whatever, man. That was sexist back in the 80s. You couldn't be a, you know, I don't know. Flip the script, man. Nowadays, you got Woody waiting tables and Carla behind the bar. And yeah, yeah. Sam's then. not even allowed to talk to women anymore because he's <laughs> such a hound dog. Sam Malone Sam is like the, the original Me Too guy. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and on that note, uh, folks, go check out a
1: Riverhounds Hound, River game this year. Uh, tickets are really inexpensive. Um, plenty of time to see them. Their season's just getting going. It would be a good night out, an inexpensive night out for our family, I mm-hmm. would think, um, you know, to go down and watch some soccer. I mean, I know soccer's big uh, with the kids now. Uh, it wasn't so big when we were kids, but it's huge now. Um, so take them down to go check out a game. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We're going to come right back with some more sports coming right at you. Here's a few things from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks. We're back after that little break. And those uh, words from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Um. Did you get to watch any of the Arnold Palmer Invitational last week? Nope.
0: Not not even at my parents' house where golf is usually on on a Sunday.
1: Uh, Sunday was very very exciting. That whole tournament was great. I watched. That's one of the better tournaments to watch because it pays homage to Arnie and everything. And this is the first tournament without him. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Uh, or maybe the second. I think the first, though. No, this was the first. This was Yeah, this mm-hmm. was the first without him. No, no, second. Second, because last year he died right before the tournament, and I remember them putting his cart out on 16 with his bag and everything. Mm. Um, so, Roy McIlroy, Northern Ireland, Ireland, he got on fire in the final round at Bay Hill. Um, he ended up with, like, six birdies on the back nine. Um, he ended up winning by like three strokes. Tiger was in it all the way through. He was leading after, uh, until Henrik Stenson teed off. Tiger was in early day one. He was the leader at minus four. Then Henrik Stenson caught fire and ended up minus eight after day one. Um, it was, uh, but Rory in that final day, it was just light. He it, it was lights out. There was, he, he couldn't miss a shot. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out how the hell Tiger is the odds-on favorite to win the Masters because he's played four tournaments since he's been back. He looks good. He's he's made the cut on all mm-hmm. the tournaments he's played. He looks good, um, but he hasn't won one. He He's finished in second, third. And like eighth,
0: sixth? Sounds like a tease to me. Mm. I mean, I think it's Vegas trying to get more some people, money. More people are going to watch golf when Tiger is playing as opposed oh, to. Oh, yeah, when he's, he's not. great for the game of golf. So I, I would assume that that applies to the betting public as well, and that more people are likely to put down a wager on a tournament that Tiger is playing in. Um, oh, he's great for the game of golf. There's no two if, ands, or butts about that But well, you never of... pick a favorite if you want to make money no you never pick a, if you want to make money you don't pick a favorite now that right. that line might move you know so it, it might it might just be just to get people interested
1: so so here's another interesting thing that comes from the PGA tour have you been to a PGA event
0: i have i have been I to went a... to the US open at oakmont in 94 no not that no, it was... 2006
1: or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I went in 94, and I went the last year it was here. Um, 2006, I wasn't living in Pittsburgh. Um, but, so, uh, the players are talking about the verbal harassment on the course that they are receiving from fans. Mm-hmm. And, I saw this. And I'm glad all, you put this in.
0: I'm glad uh, we get to talk about this. And
1: also, the um, the sales of alcohol on the course which they think is enhancing the verbal harassment. Um, R- Roy McElroy was one to speak out, who won last week at Bay Hill at Arnie's place. Um, uh, people were, like, chanting, like, his wife's name. Mm-hmm. And um, Tiger, of course, gets his cheers, and he gets a lot of jeers after his um, big public battle with his sex capades. And the, his his big public battle
0: with his wife's
1: Nine with his, with, nine with his
0: wife taking the nine iron to his escalade. See when I saw um, Tiger, this was before all that, when I, I, I made a point to keep tabs on where he was in his round, so that I could get a good seat by a green somewhere to like watch him, and I watched him hole out on a par three at Oakmont. And I gotta tell you, like a lot of people had the same idea as me. Like you could, you could tell. Like I, I got there a good like hour before he came through, just to like sit and I just watched like group after group come through, and everybody clapped and was polite and like there was some drinking, but you're in a grandstand. It's not like there's a bar right there. Like you right, gotta right. Like walk a considerable distance. And, and those so are people who are there are like they're waiting for Tiger. And those aren't safe seats. You get up, somebody else. Going, yeah, if you if you you know you move your feet, lose your seat, and then you're not going to see Tiger up close. But, like, I gotta be honest, like, the same people who were being, like, polite and respectable golf fans for every other pair that came through, like, when Tiger comes through, everybody just wants to, like, take a shot and try to be funny, you know? And, like, there wasn't any, like, sexual stuff at this point or any, like, blemishes on his character. But, like, you still, like, people, oh, Tiger! There's one guy next to me who kept yelling Eldrick. Because everyone knows Eldrick is his given name. Is his given name, yes. So, and it's just like, he probably can't even hear you, you know. But even even if he can, like, what, like, call call him by his real name. Ooh, like, that hurts. That's yeah. a lot. That's His mom probably calls him by his real I, I think him. I remember hearing that on the TV. Yeah. somebody going, Eldrick, Eldrick. But I don't, I can't lines. say that the people doing that were just hammered. Like, it's a, it's a cross between, like, everybody wants well, to be funny. And but like, in the you last... have a chance to be funny now, and you can... You can make an Instagram video of yourself heckling whomever and put it up. And but in the last like few years, likes, in know? the last few years, they've um, now have
1: full bars oh. available. So before they were saying, you know, in years past, guys walk around, even the ladies walk around having a few beers or whatnot or a glass of wine. It was only beer and wine. In the last mm-hmm. like I think five years, because when I went to Oakmont last, uh, 2015, when they were here. Dude, it was full bar. Like yeah. I mean, and you were paying stadium prices. And that's
0: a long day.
1: And that's a long day. I mean, day that's like a Saint Patrick's Day level like sort and, of and, like sun know, up to
0: sundown kind you of know, drinking. In, in in the sun and Oakmont doesn't have trees and no anymore. trees. That's the thing, man. Like I drank two beers when I was up there and I was like ready to keel over. Just you know, you just walk, you're just following that's like you Podrick and I... harrington like, well, that's through like
1: 90-degree heat. Well, that's like whenever you and I go play golf, you know, whether it's at an 18-hole course here, we mm-hmm. just go play Mount Lebanon for nine. I mean, you take a six-pack and you're good. Yeah, but I find the shade with most of my shots, so <laughs> it's different.
0: And we're playing on courses that have if trees. I'm really, if I'm really hard up, like, I'll find a part where Chartier's Creek is actually, like, flowing clear a little bit. <laughs> if, as if such a thing exists
1: go, go wade in the water a little bit yeah man yeah.
0: purify yourself in the waters of chartiers
1: creek gotta love frosty valley yeah. um that's my favorite nine hole course it's my area. favorite
0: nine hole course with a house in the middle of one of the fairways well it's not a house but it's like you gotta hit over that willow tree and that lake or else, like you oh, just like yeah. blasted through the freaking gazebo. Oh, oh, the gazebo. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I mean, that, there's not Oh, that's the gazebo. <laughs> the gazebo hole, man. The gazebo
1: hole. That's number five. Yeah, uh, dog leg left, part four. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, I love that course. Um, but so Tiger came out and said, "You know, people are gonna stop talk. People are gonna do this. People are gonna do that." Um, there was one of the players. I can't remember his name. He he won the week before. Actually, or he was in the final uh, pairing the week before, I don't know if he won or if he was just in the final pairing, um, that he actually had somebody removed from the course because he was being very belligerent mm. towards them. Now, I mean...
0: That it, should not be on the players. If someone's belligerent, like there should be marshals who can point that out. Like, right. You don't want players having to be responsible for booting people who are being legitimately offensive because that will always like there will always be some backlash against the player. Like look at Justin Leonard and that thing a couple weeks ago where you know he had some guy removed for basically rooting against him. Like the guy wasn't yelling. That's who at, it was. It was Justin Leonard. Justin Leonard. Yeah, this guy yeah. wasn't yelling at Justin Leonard like during his backswing. He like after the ball was in in the air, the guy what he yelled like get in the trap or something. Yeah, he was like get in the trap. Get in. And, 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 and I mean, it's like, like you know you know. I, and if you watch the Waste
1: Management Open at Phoenix. That's the stadium course, yeah. where whole 16, that par 3, It's everybody's loud the whole time. It's just like a big party. And that and, was actually pointed out. Right? And so forth. But it's just that course. And then you look at the Masters, which is coming up in two weekends, where the Masters is like the old school, old guard, mm. you know. I mean, they uh, the Masters, is, I mean, Augusta National is one of the last clubs to... Come into the new century and actually allowed African American people mm. to be members. Yeah, let alone play on the. Women course. aren't allowed,
0: are they? Women aren't allowed. Women
1: are still not allowed no. to be members of Augusta National, and and uh, it was and that's a, why it's a, a tradition unlike any. other. Well, they actually lifted that whenever Tiger was coming through. Mm. That uh, African Americans were allowed to be members whenever Tiger was coming through, and also it was up until a few years before Tiger that they actually allowed. Um, you know, non-white Caucasian people to play the course, let alone be members. Man. Um, So, I mean, so that was only in the late 90s. Yeah. (laughs) But
0: that's that's the thing. Like, golf has this, like, stuffy sort of, like, gentlemanly tradition of, like, like, as a certain way to behave. Like, golf, like, when you play golf, it is dictated by something called etiquette. Yeah. You know, which is, like, in short supply these days. Um, I think golf looks bad... When they like try to keep people from having all the fun that's like available to be had, but there's always limits. Like I've seen people tossed out of Steeler games for being assholes. I've seen people tossed out of Steeler games. You can't say that like everything goes at a golf event just because like sometimes people are legitimately offensive and they're distracting to the athletes and they're ruining the enjoyment of the people around them and they need to be removed. But I don't like players being allowed to pull somebody's card. That, because that. players can be a little thin skinned and their job isn't to be fair, their job is to win a tournament. So they're gonna do whatever it takes to to, win to remove an obstacle that might be hindering their concentration. And since you can't like just like tear up Tiger Woods' scorecard, you gotta figure out some other way to beat
1: him. I mean, I mean how many times when we we're kids that we go through your stadium and we get that whole dare Daryl, I didn't even
0: get that. I didn't get that. I was like, "Why are they cheering for Daryl?" That's you see, like the cadence is Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, like, oh, okay. was like, that was <laughs> cheering against Daryl Strawberry." For yeah. those
1: of you that are, are younger listeners that don't know
0: which I mean, Daryl we're talking about, um, I was on the altar boy trip once oh, to geez. a pirate game with like Father Bryce, my pastor, <laughs> and like thirty thirty altar boys, and we were playing the Phillies, and we're sitting up in the four hundred level, and we started a chant. Let's go Bucks! Philly sucks. Let's go oh, yeah. Bucks! And like I mean, so yeah, like little little altar boys like within earshot of their pastor at a baseball game are gonna start a cheer that is like mildly offensive well, when you consider well, that you, we were twelve years old. Well, you've
1: gotten to uh, uh, we weren't even drinking. You've gotten to uh, telecast some Predators games. So whenever whenever the opposing team goalie lets up a goal and the Preds score at home, they they chant his name out, like Corey Crawford. You know, I was like, Crawford, Crawford. And then he goes, Crawford, you suck. Crawford, you suck. It's all your fault. Mm. It's all your, you know. I know. I, I, yeah. Now, golf still has that, like we said, stuffy stigma about it. I know when you and I play, coming up, hopefully soon, mm. we can get out to the course and play. Yeah. I mean, you have that, you know. Oh, it's your honor, your first. You won the last hole. It's your, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's just how you you go by the rules of the game, and so forth. But you know, bottom line for me, me, he, me personally, do you know how many golf events I go to a year? Less than one. Less
0: than one. I haven't been to one since
1: two thousand six. I I, I, I I went to the U.S. Open a couple years ago. I went when I was a kid. Whenever uh, uh, Joe Hardy down at. Um, and then and mm-hmm. had, used to hold the, the 84 lumber event down there, and Tiger came in. There were a bunch mm-hmm. of us in high school went in like 97. Um, you know, we, we and so forth. But I've been to uh, a couple in Florida and so forth. But I mean, I, I think I've maybe been to half a dozen golf events in my life. Uh, and you know what? The drinking gets out of control at Steelery, Game. Yeah. You know, let alone. A golf event, but and then, but also the golf event, like we said, is ninety fucking degrees out. Right, but uh, the,
0: the nature of a Steeler game, or any NFL game, is that it gets loud, and it gets loud, it noise, gets the, the, the noisy. The crowd is encouraged to make noise when the opposing team is on offense. Um, you know, it is it is welcomed. It, it is considered a mark of like your talent as an offense to be able to get your plays in and have everybody running the same play at the right time in adverse conditions with crowd noise. There is nothing in golf that says, like, the best golfers are the ones who can hit it well while some drooling, drunken moron is screaming at them. Like, that's not how golf is played, you know? My bottom line, anyone who yells yells, get in the hole after, after a tee shot... I don't care if you're a rabbi. I don't care if you're the president's fucking butler. Like, I don't give a shit. You don't get in the hole. Even if you're sober, you're out. Because you're not freaking funny. Especially Bob Hope used to do golf events, and Bob Hope was a comedian, and you, sir, are no Bob Hope. Yes. Get some new material.
1: All right. So that's us uh, this weekend, folks. The uh, Match Play event, uh, WGC, it's in Austin. Uh, it's a great event. It actually is an extended day. It started Wednesday. Uh, it's a 64 bracket style. Oh, uh, great. Because those play. always work out well. <laughs> yeah. it's a, man, Dustin Johnson, number one in the world. He's out already. Um, uh, Mickelson, Mickelson today was uh, through seven holes, was four down, came back to win one up on the 18th. Um, Who's the UMBC
0: of golf? Uh, some dude. It's me actually, because right? they're the retrievers, and I'm all always right. retrieving my ball out of a crick.
1: So on to uh, some NFL free agency. The Steelers made some moves. They signed safety Morgan Burnett, three-year deal, fourteen point eight million. Uh, from he was spent the last part, the last of his career, well, all of his career so far with Green Bay Packers. He's kind of been the cornerstone of their uh, secondary. Um, the only problem with him is he's a little injury prone.
0: Um, so is the other guy they
1: got uh Bostick Yeah, Joe Bostick uh, signed uh from the Colts uh he's an uh, inside linebacker to take the space and uh from Shazier of course nobody's going to replace he's not going to replace nobody is going to replace Shazier and they've been talking about using that in, having the inside linebacker position being run by a committee They're they're um, expecting
0: to draft somebody and it's going to be a lot to of draft depend somebody, on,
1: depends on how the draft pick how it plays out, it. do they get
0: one in the first round? Do they have to, like, you know, m- maybe the the only one left on the board by the time they pick him? The, and they pick late, yeah. Well, as course. usual. The
1: Steelers usually pick, unless they trade up, like they did to get Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Um, or Paul Amalu. Or Paul Amalu. they did that too. Um, now, here's the thing, with the Steelers signing safety Morgan Burnett, uh, that opens up the window. Mike Mitchell's still out there. Um, not saying we don't like Mike Mitchell. Um, Mike Mitchell made some bonehead moves. Um, bonehead plays... Didn't always – he's a hard hitter. He runs his mouth a lot. He was getting $5 million a year. He's an unrestricted free agent. This might – He wears um, a terrible towel over his face. If nobody – Like a freaking Wild West bandit. If nobody – kind of like that if, about I do like that but If nobody signs him, that could um, also have the potential to bring him back at a big discount.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because you know what? Hey, we got this guy now. Nobody else talked to you. Uh, we still kind of want you, but we're going to give you about $1.75 or $2 million. Sorry. He's one of those guys who's just good enough. He's one of those guys who's just good enough he has got a reputation. And it's got
0: a lot to do around like the way he plays. But yes. you can take him. He's not, he's not, he's not going to kill a playoff game like Vontez Perfect. But yeah. he, he might He might very well injure himself like torpedoing somebody. Yeah. Um, the, the, and he, he, and he he's done very that. well take you a couple 15-yard penalties on the way there. Yeah, he's done so, that. Uh,
1: week one against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He kind of knocked himself out. Chucking the dude in the end zone, spearing at him. Yeah, you know. And then not only did Cleveland get a touchdown, but he got a 15-yard penalty ensued assessed on the ensuing
0: kickoff. Also, did you see they changed the catch rule? I did. They They did, and they they dubbed doubled the Jesse James rule. I had to watch Boston fucking sports people talking about it. Oh god! And like they were doing their best to be like not partial about it.
1: So, but they,
0: I think that they still like because the way they said it, they 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 were like, what is it like? You got you got to have control of the ball. You've got to be like you have to have making- control of the
1: ball and have your feet or any part of your body on the field and make a football move.
0: Right. Or be in a position to make a. Or be in a position. Oh, so they're still you know, even in revising the yeah. rule. They're building in an incredibly large yeah. area. Or of lunge. Gray or, space.
1: or or a lunge move to yeah. go to to go a, a further line and so forth. So basically, Jesse James's catch last year would have been a touchdown. Yeah. If to so what the rule was changed today. So now it is dubbed the Jesse James rule. So now the Steelers have what the Rooney rule, mm. which is a pretty good one, um, the Mel Blunt rule. Um, which means you can't touch a, – as a defensive back, you cannot touch the receiver uh, after five yards. Mm. Um, you have the Heinz-Ward rule, mm. which the means – The crackback block. Which, yeah,
0: the crackback block, and now you're going to have the Jesse James. Oh, rule. and there's the Jerome Bettis rule. Get out of my way or run you over? No, that's where the ref has to like confirm and verify what the coin toss calls. Oh, was.
1: yes, yes, yes. That yeah, yeah. The that, Jerome Bettis. That was that, so, that. Actually,
0: that was like the
1: ninety-five. That preceded Thanksgiving all the Day? other
0: ones you just mentioned, yeah. save for the Mel Blunt rule.
1: Yeah, yeah. 90, like even, yeah. even the
0: Rooney rule came after the Jerome Bettis. Streak. Yeah,
1: that was the nineteen ninety-five Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah, way in to Detroit. ruin my
0: favorite holiday. Jesus Christ, fuck.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and and, and we yeah we're not gonna go there (laughs) so all right nfl free agency tracker going on uh real quick some big names arizona cardinals of course sam bradford two years 40 million he's the biggest one out of there uh that one atlanta falcons haven't done too sam bradford is the best paper
0: quarterback in nfl history
1: there you go like he's, Um, he's
0: getting this deal based entirely
1: on speculation you got um Uh, Falcons signed a guard three years 12.75 million Brandon Fusco Baltimore Ravens this doesn't help this doesn't look good for the Steelers they got Michael Crabtree Now, I mean he was a killer in fantasy football with the um, uh, Raiders uh, and Derek Carr loved him and the security of him and as soon as Derek Carr went out Crabtree's production went down Um,
0: Crabtree's got the interesting position of being a possession receiver who's famous for dropping the ball a lot yeah. Like, when he has a good... And I've had him in fantasy several years. Like, when he's when he has a good game, he's awesome, especially in a PPR format, because oh, he yeah. gets catches. He gets catches. He's a possession receiver. And he's, and he's a touchdown guy. But he drops a lot of balls. So, like, he he'll does. have games where he's not as good. So... And, and maybe he'll have those against the Steelers. I so, hope. So, I hope. Bill,
1: Bill's Mafia, they get A.J. McCarron, two years, $10 million from Cincinnati. Um, any big names? Other ones on Buffalo? No. Carolina Panthers... Julius Peppers one year five million. Um I can't believe he's still Torrey in Smith. Get they got Torrey Smith from the Eagles by trade. Uh Chicago Bears, they've uh, Allen Robinson, three years forty two million. Um Kyle Fuller, uh four years fifty six million. Cincinnati Bungles, Tyler Eifert, one year five point five. I like him in the uh, fantasy league too. Mm. Um, he's pretty he's a hell of a tight end. Do like him a lot. Uh Matt Barkley, two years, three point three five million. Cleveland Browns have been making the most fucking moves here, man. Um, Tyrod Taylor from the Bills via trade. Carlos Hyde, uh, three years, fifteen million. Jarvis Landry, Dolphins, uh, via trade. Um, tight end Darren Fells, three years, uh twelve million. So I guess that that's not good for Gary Bartlage up there. Um, Chris Hubbard, five years, thirty-seven five. Um, Chris Smith, defensive end, three years, $12 million. Um And then, of course, don't forget the Browns have the number one and a number four overall pick. So you're looking at probably Saquon Barkley and a quarterback going to Cleveland. Um,
0: Unless they make that
1: goofy trade that you keep. I, I would love to see it right now. Um, Dallas Cowboys haven't done shit. <laughs> Denver Broncos, they got Case Keenum, $36 million. Uh, a couple other guys, nothing really crazy. Detroit. Oh, what the fuck! I didn't see this one until now. Legarrette Blunt to the Lions. Yeah, four point five million. Now Legarrette Blunt, of course, he had his short term here with the Steelers, and he he walked out of a game and walked his way off the Steelers team. Went back to New England. Um,
0: dumbest. Second dumbest. Did uh, he? He's he, not cutting people, so New England didn't have. Them. Did he win two Super Bowls or one with New England? Just one.
1: All right, and then he 'cause watched them
0: lose a couple Super Bowls. And
1: then he won one with Philly. So he won two Super Bowls two years in a row, one mm. with Philly, one with uh one with New England, one with Philly. Same thing with Chris Long. Chris Long did the same thing. One with New England No, 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 no,
0: Blunt didn't win with New England. Yeah, he did. He won not this Oh wait, oh yet. fuck, that's right. The Falcons didn't hold on to that lead. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So embarrassed.
1: Uh, he's I, the biggest like I forget sometimes. He's the biggest name I see uh it's Detroit. Um let's see Green Bay Packers, Deshaun Kaiser from the Browns. Uh, they got him. Uh, that was in that trade there. So the Browns are gonna have another quarterback. Well, yeah, because they got Tyrod Taylor from Buffalo, but he's not gonna start every game. Houston he's Texans. Gonna start, I guarantee you, Tyrod Taylor uh, does not start every game for the Browns next year. He game. won't. Houston Texans. They got Sammy Coates off waivers. I off waivers. I Hope his hands better. Houston Texans. They got uh, Trayon Matthew, which is who we're hoping. We this wanted teamers. him. Man. We wanted
0: him. Shit. Um, the Honey Badger.
1: Yeah, I know, right? The Colts, they didn't really do too much. There's not too many uh, big names. A lot of tight ends, guards, DL guys. Um, Jaguars, uh, Austin Jenkins uh, from the Jets, two years, $10 million. Um, The Chiefs, Sammy Watkins, that's a big name right there. Chad Henney? He's still what? in the fucking league? Chad Henney? How's Chad Henny still in the league?
0: Isn't- is Chad Hermanson still playing for the Pirates? I mean, Jesus Christ, Chad Henny! What? He's still in the league. He's still in the league. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Like, I don't. I had no idea. And I like half my Twitter feed is lists of like NFL backups who aren't as good as Colin Kaepernick. Chad, and yet yeah, yeah. I still have not even seen Chad Henny's name. Chad Henny, two years, years.
1: six point seven million. Jesus,
0: <laughs> fuck. Well, um, go blue, I guess. You
1: know, uh Chargers, they got Mike Pounty. Uh oh, that's good. You know, fifteen million two years. Uh Rams Nobody Big. Uh wait, uh a Talib from the Broncos to the Rams. That's a big one right there. That was via trade. Uh Dolphins Man. Whoa wait. Oh, what did I do why no phone, don't do that. Uh um,
0: on Twitter.
1: Yeah, Dolphins. All right, Dolphins, Danny Amendola, we talked about that before. How about this one? Frank Gore, one-year deal. Frank Gore is still running. Now running. That,
0: that I knew. Like, I knew he was still, because like, I'm yeah. like Chad Henney. Yeah, yeah. Like, Frank Gore has actually been productive.
1: Even in his later years. Yeah. Um, I have a friend in my fantasy football league, his team name is always Gore's Horse, because he always takes yeah. Frank Gore, mm-hmm. no matter where, uh, Somebody and we always leave Frank Gore alone for him to take. Well, um, make, in
0: my league, it was Dante Culpepper in my friend's Yeah,
1: team's. Minnesota Vikings, of course, we all know that, Kirk Cousins, three years, $84 million, all because. guaranteed. They also got Trevor Simeon mm-hmm. as a backup, check that out. Uh, New England Patriots, uh, they signed Rex Burkhead, oh, sexy Rexy. Um, no, that's Rex Graysman. I was thinking Rex Manning, but hey. Oh well, yeah.
0: That's like a <laughs> fictional character from a movie. True.
1: New Orleans Saints, of course, they signed Drew Brees. Tom, they have Tom Savage. Check that out. Tom Savage is nice. behind Drew Brees. Go Pitt. Let's go. Um, Giants. They uh, made a move today. I saw through. See if it's listed on this website yet. Um, they the Giants released Jason Pierre-Paul. He's now with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, the, the Giants. They don't have a whole lot of any any really big names that's off the wall. Um, the Jets, Josh McCallan, quarterback. Uh one year to man Teddy Bridgewater, one year five mil, Isaiah Crowell, uh, he's there now. <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Okay, now this is John Gruden making moves, Like apparently. EJ Manuel, Josh Johnson Greece to one year deal for quarterback position. Doug Martin, running back. Uh, he's out there now. Jordy Nelson, uh, with the Raiders. Derek Carr, signed the extension, three years, 5.5 million per. Oh, wait, sorry, Derek Carrier, tight end, not Derek Carr. Derek is their quarterback. Um, that's the last of the big names on the Raiders. Eagles, they get Mike Wallace, one year, 4 million. Um, some other names, a lot of line guys, a lot of line guys. Steelers. Running back, uh, Fitzgerald Toussaint. Defensive tackle, Dan McCullers. Uh, John Bostic and uh, Morgan Burnett, which we already uh, mentioned. The Niners, Jarek McKinnon, four-year starting million. Tr- Richard Sherman out there now, too. Seattle Seahawks. Um, they got no, no, nothing big going on. Name wise, Tampa Bay Bucks. This should show Jason Pierre-Paul down with the Bucks now, but I don't think it it updated. The Tennessee Titans are putting on a show. Deion Lewis, four years, twenty million. Um, Malcolm Butler, five years, sixty one point two. Redskins, Alex Smiths from the Chiefs. We saw talked about that. I mean, so uh, yeah, free agency in NFL. A lot of the big names are gone and off the off the chart now.
0: we knew the Steelers weren't going to go. for anything We knew the big. Steelers weren't going. for anything. We have enough big; like we can barely afford the big we got already. Exactly, unless
1: they would have made a big move with Bell. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing big the Steelers would going to make a big move with Bell, and we don't see that happening. Nothing would be bigger
0: than giving the Browns your best running back for. That, that,
1: that's the only thing. That's the only thing I can think of that would be left for the Steelers to even consider doing. Not going to uh, happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, so also. Uh, you watched some Pirates spring training. You said you haven't been. Nope. I
0: um, religiously avoid spring training baseball. I like even them when if, they're good. You
1: know, when I'm at work on my day shifts, it's good to have a live sport mm-hmm. on. Um, you know, and you get to check out some players. I I, I don't only really always watch the Pirates. I watch other teams because whoever MLB puts on is pretty mm-hmm. much who I watch. And then the Pirates are on some of the channel, and sometimes they're on at and Net. Sportsnet. Um, I watched the Pirate game. They had a night game today, or late afternoon start. It was up. Six. But it gets
0: dark. It still gets darker. Yeah, game, it still you know?
1: gets dark. It's, yeah, it was dark by the end of the game. They started at like 6 o'clock or yeah. whatever. Um, that was, uh, you know, the Pirates spring training, uh, you know, we're, they look better. They're not perfect. We're eight days away from the home opener across all of Major League Baseball. This is also the first year that every Major League team will be playing on opening day. On the on the big, broad opening day.
0: They might as well. Um, I mean, I know the tradition was, like, the Reds would start it off, and then other teams would play, and then they, they started to screw with that by having, like, a Sunday night game that was, like, not the Reds. Um, yeah. They've also done the thing where they have, like, an opening day game in Japan, yeah. and it's actually a couple days earlier uh, than an opening also, day to uh, give the teams a chance to reacclimate themselves to... The time difference when and they And they've back. also
1: had the uh, Sunday Night Baseball opening day, which was the uh, the World
0: Series champs mm. versus whoever. I think the best um, thing about baseball opening day is that everybody has something to root for. So, like, why not have every team play on opening exactly. day? Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't want to sit there at home. If Like, let's forget being a Pirates fan and having no hope for anything. But, like, imagine being a Red Sox fan. And you got to sit through like a Yankees Blue Jays game because it's opening day in baseball. Yeah. You know, like it's not opening day for you because your team's not playing. Like baseball, more than any other sport, is based on local markets and local teams and like the connection between those fans. You know, like I'll watch any college football game you show me on Labor Day weekend, but like for baseball, like I'm only going to watch the Pirates. I mean, that's pretty much how it works. I watch the Pirates
1: and the Red Sox. And I I watch other teams that are on TV, like you know, a random game, of be on ESPN or whatever. I don't, I don't uh, subscribe to the baseball package. I think you were able. I'm getting, to, getting one for free. You're yo. getting one for free because and I could have got a
0: free umbrella from those screwballs. You know, too, but the snow uh, kept me from going out of my house. Uh,
1: but I mean, uh, we know a friend of ours gets the Major League Baseball package, and there's like three people that have keys uh. to his house that even when he's not home. Yeah, it's basically go down like, to it's, like a,
0: it's like a flop house for baseball. Fans. It is. It is a
1: flop house for it's baseball. Like, it's fans. like
0: gainfully employed baseball fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, and couches Uh couches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know, hey. Uh, You know, the guy that owns the house works night turn, mm. and he DVRs the games he wants to watch. I just saw him the other
0: night. He's even DVR in preseason games. I know, he is. It's a um, sickness, man. You
1: know, so, I mean, and he's a Mets fan.
0: <laughs> he's a Mets fan. He's like, I'm going to go home and, like, catch up on, like, I'm just going to go bang out some preseason Mets baseball. I'm like, you know, Dude.
1: I mean, at least you can fast forward through the, through the um, commercials. Yeah. You know. Uh, pirates though do have, uh, some issues. Uh, we can say their issues being pitching. Um, the other issue they have is pitching and another issue they have is pitching.
0: Also, they traded their best player for like nothing.
1: Uh, Well, uh, okay. We, we already know they traded their best player for, for nothing, but that was earlier in the year in the off season. Um, the pirates currently in their major league in the citrus league are, um, are 9, 17, and 2 after tonight. Um, If that's any inclination on how the season's going to go, out of
0: 162 games, it's not looking pretty. Well, if they could flip those two ties into the win column, then you're only six games below five hundred. Like, what more were you expecting this year, Steve? Uh, I think that's a fine place for them. You know, um... Their
1: offense does not look bad at all. Um, uh, <laughs> you got Freeze, J. Hay, S. Rod, Bell, Cervelli, um you know, Marte, Polanco, Polanco Streaky. So... Uh, Francisco Cervelli, Elias Diaz, Jacob Stallings are your catchers. We all know Cervelli. Diaz was brought up last year to kind of learn, catch some games and whatnot, and he he pretty much platoon with Chris Stewart after Cervelli injured. So your infielders, Josh Bell, Adam Frazier, David Freese, Josh Harrison, Jordy Mercer, Colin Moran, we'll see how he's going to end up being, Jose Asuna, Sean Rodriguez. We all know those names. We all know what they can do. Um, we've seen them all have great games. We've seen them all have horrible games. That's not a bad infield lineup right there. Their defense is pretty solid. It's worried about getting the bats going and their pitching. We'll get to the pitching in a minute. Um, outfield, Bryce Brents, he's going to be a um, filling guy. Corey Dickerson is going to be a starting left fielder. Starling Marte is starting center fielder. Gregory Polanco, then you have Jordan uh, Lupo. Um, he's going to be a platoon guy. Lupo, yeah, Luplo. Luplo and friends. Uh, we don't have any designated hitters because they that's haven't it, that's moved gonna be a, I'm going
0: to make that a thing this year, man.
1: So, start the Luplo fan so, club. So, so here's here's where we have issues. Count on your fingers, Matt. How many names? Put them all down. No, I start up and then pull him down. Oh, you start up yeah, and pull yeah. down? Okay. You're, you're an up-to-down guy? I'm a down-to-up guy. No, up. I'm fucking with you. I'm a <laughs> down-to-up guy. All
0: right. I just Ca- want to make sure I still have all my fingers after the, <laughs> the last winter blast. Ca-
1: count on count on your fingers how many names you know. Okay. Dario Agresla. Steven Brault. Got him. Kyle Crick. Luis Escobar. Uh, Michael Feliz. Tyler Now Got him. George Kantos Contos. the Greek freak. Chad Cool.
0: Got him. Jordan
1: Milbrath. Joe Musgrove. Dovidas Nevilleuskus. Nemerouskis, the the Latvian or Lithuanian. Yeah. Yvonne Nova, Felipe Rivero, uh-huh. Edgar Santana, AJ Shrugel, Josh Smoker, Jameson Tyone, and Trevor Williams.
0: I got twelve that I knew.
1: It's because you and I are Pirates fans, and we know some of these yeah, guys that followed them guys. through here. Do
0: now, now
1: you throw that lineup out into anybody else that's a Major League Baseball fan and say, here's the Pirates pitching staff as of right now? And they're going to be, well, I know Steven Brault, um, I know Chad Cool, I know Joe Mosgrove, I know Von Nova, Felipe Rivero, and Tyone. Yeah. And maybe Trevor Williams at some point.
0: Well I mean yeah, yeah well, if you follow the Pirates you should know Trevor Williams. Right. But I mean, but
1: do you throw that out to your to your even a, a big baseball fan that's a that they're a Giants fan versus, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. The Pirates issue is gonna be pitching and run support. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm getting to. Their defense should be solid. So just, run support. Yeah. And again, there's still thousands of tickets left for a home opener. Please mm-hmm. don't buy any of them. Um and on that aspect, we're gonna go ahead and take a break and come back and talk about happy
0: things. Yeah, save your pirate money for these great things from Sorgatron of Media.
1: Yes, totally do that. And we're gonna take a listen to our friends from Sorgatron of Media right now. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Hey, Yins, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or boldpgh.com